Hey guys, it is Luke here from The Issue. Thank you for listening to The Issue Podcast. Make sure you guys catch us two days a week on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you guys stream your podcasts. Make sure to leave us a voicemail on our Anchor website. You can find that in our Twitter bio, which is at The Issue Podcast, or find us on Instagram at The Underscore Issue Podcast. Guys, make sure to tell your friends if you like the show, and thank you for listening to The Issue. Yo, what's up? We are back. It is The Issue. It is Monday, February 1st. Um, it is... Snowy Monday, yeah? In the very, park. very snowy. Probably got about four or five inches laying out there on the ground right now. Um, yeah, not preferred, not gonna lie. Not, not looking forward to driving a little later. Yeah, that that, should... that's just not gonna be great. Um, driving, you know, up the slip, it's not gonna be, not gonna be great. No, not mm. at all. Uh, but we do, uh, have a good episode that we're gonna get to you guys today. Uh, not as long as usual, should be right around 30 to 40 minutes here. Uh, Perfect for, for, you know, like your drive to work or something right. for, you know, tomorrow if you're, if you're listening or your drive home from work today. Yeah. Or, you know, whatever. You know, we usually get those quick. first couple of listens like right off the bat within like... Yeah, like a, a quick lunch break listen, you know, yeah. that way we're getting it to you 30, 30 minutes, exactly what you need. It's going to be a cool like hypothetical type of type of show, right? Yeah. So first of all, we're going to talk about the, the big trade in the NFL. You know, Goff, Stafford, all that. And then... um got a game. And then we got a little bit of a game. We're going to play a little quarterback carousel. We did a little coaching carousel, right? But we're going to do some quarterbacks now. A lot of teams are going to have different quarterbacks. So we're going to predict we have 12 teams that, uh, you know, have had some quarterback controversy, if you will. We're going to try to predict who's going to take the first snap of the year for, for those 12 teams. Yeah, uh, and we definitely have some good ones on the list. Uh, and then we're going to finish up the show uh Cover the Super Bowl kind of real quick, but mostly uh, the Super Bowl coverage will be on Friday and get it to you guys right before the game when the spread is maybe a little more locked in, the money line, you know, so we can really hammer down all the details. So we're going to get into Goff and Stafford swapping places, but also with a couple picks. What do you think about the trade, Tim? All right, so first of all, we're going to say the Rams get Stafford. The Lions get Jared Goff, two firsts, and a third. So they get the third-round pick for this year from the Rams, and then their next two firsts, so the 2022 and 2023 first-round picks. So the Rams won't have a first-round pick for, you know, Lord knows how long. What did I think of it? I thought it was an incredibly dumb pick. I thought it was terrible. Um... Jared Goff's been to a Super Bowl. No one has more wins than Jared Goff over the last four years other than Tom Brady. Matthew Stafford's never won a division. He only has four winning seasons in 12 years. Don't tell me he hasn't had talent. Don't tell me that. He has hit Calvin Johnson, arguably one of the best receivers in the history of the game. He's had some decent running backs. Reggie Bush played for him for a while. Have had some decent defenses. Has four winning seasons. I'm not asking for the Super Bowl. I'm not asking for you know being the the most accomplished quarterback of all time. I'm not looking for for uh, numbers like Brady. Four winning seasons in in 12 total years. Are you serious? No no division titles. 
And they're not going to just give up Goff for that, but they're going to give up two firsts. And people say, well, he had Aaron Rodgers in his division. Andy Dalton won a division with Big Ben in the division. Yeah. Lamar Jackson's now won a division with Big Ben there. Like, dude, you're, if you're good, if you're talented, like they say, Matt Stafford, oh, he's, he's so talented. You figure it out. You figure it out. I didn't like the trade at all. I thought, um, I mean, look, the Rams, I guess, they're they're in a bit of a win-now situation. And if they think Stafford right now is a better quarterback than Goff, then I, look, fine. But I don't, I don't know if giving up two firsts and a third. I, I even think if it's just an even exchange quarterback for quarterback, I think the Rams still lose this. I just don't see Matt Stafford being a better quarterback than, than Jared Goff right now. You can point to. I think uh, people point to Jared Goff's performance within you know down the stretch here. He had a broken thumb. Did you guys see it on TV? You could see it. It was swollen, like very swollen. Well, yeah, he had a and broken thumb. Even with that, he still played pretty freaking good. Yeah, well, he went to twenty-one for twenty-seven for like two hundred yards, almost even a touchdown, no picks, like a, a QB of like one hundred and eight at Lambeau in a playoff game. Yeah, and you're gonna deal him at Lambeau in a, in a, in a playoff game? Are we kidding? I just, I'm, I'm not sure I get it. Um, this here, sportingnews.com. Stafford makes the Rams a dangerous passing team. What? Again, with his big arm and weapons such as Robert Woods, Cooper Cup, and Van Jefferson. Okay, timeout, timeout. He does have a, probably a better arm, I would say. But I'm not sure he throws a better deep ball than Jared Goff. Yeah. Have you seen Jared Goff? It just floats up there perfectly. Throws a great deep ball. Great deep ball. I, I don't get it. I'm not I'm not sure that this this makes sense. Um I think he's still probably the third best quarterback in the division. He's not better than Russ. Ooh, Kyler Murray probably not. I think after this offseason of Kyler Murray working and getting better and another year of experience under his belt, another year to watch film, I think probably by next year Kyler Murray's a better quarterback than Matt Stafford. Not more experienced, but more skilled, able to do more on the football field. And if the Niners get who we think they're going to get, which we're going to get to here in our quarterback little carousel there, I think that Stafford could be the pos- possibly the fourth best quarterback in his own division. Last. That stands for last. So it's like, look, <laughs> I understand, but it's like, you know, the, the salary dump, it, don't, don't talk to me about that because you still have a dead cap hit. So it's like, What's the what's the play there? Um, I think the Lions. This is great for the Lions. Oh, the Lions just this is a haul for the Lions. Two firsts and for a rebuilding team. A third this year, which is you know it's one of the deepest drafts probably uh, in a long time. I know a lot of like offensive linemen and 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 really good backs and like you know might not be your most flashy players like quarterbacks who are going to go in the first round, but but the third round there's still going to be a lot of good players I think left in this draft. So they get a third this year. They get Jared Goff, who is younger, is going to breathe air, you know, like fresh air into that organization, which they need it. They're getting a new coach. They're kind of like they're they're pivoting a little bit. So that's good. They have a young um, running back, DeAndre Swift, really good young tight end, T.J. Hawkinson. Kenny Galladay is going to be there, a wide receiver. Who knows if they're going to re-sign Marvin Jones? I, you know, I don't know. But they they have some decent weapons around them. That's why I don't understand why it's like everyone's like, oh, Stafford this, Stafford that. Stafford had weapons. Period. T.J. Hawkinson was one of the best tight ends statistically in the year uh, for this past year. You know, Kenny Galladay and Marvin Jones. That's a top 
seven duo out wide. Yeah. So, um, and then getting the two first, that's going to be awesome. So I think the Lions are, you know, they're in a win later type of situation. So this is, this is great for them. Yeah. Um, so let's get into our, our teams here that need quarterbacks and kind of do our quarterback carousel. Um, uh, so I think, I think once people saw this trade, they immediately thought, oh God, what's Deshaun Watson going to get then? You know, right. Stafford garnered uh, Jared Goff, a Super Bowl, uh, an NFC championship winning quarterback. Two first and a third. <laughs> We're going to give up a whole franchise for Deshaun? Yeah. Like maybe. Well, in this carousel, we have Deshaun going where? The San Francisco 49ers. This is what I was talking about. So Matt Stafford would then be the fourth most talented quarterback in the division. And I'm not saying Jared Goff wouldn't be because Jared Goff would be as well. But, it, you know, you're also giving up picks. So it's, it doesn't make sense. But, um, yeah, it just – Look, that's the best place for Deshaun available on the market, I think. And I was putzing around like the Panthers, yeah, okay, not bad, but I mean, have they really done anything in their history? Not really. No. Um you know, I was you know, the Jets, do we is he really gonna want to go there and just die along with all the other quarterbacks that have died there? No. Um he's got a no trade clause, so he has to waive it. He actually has to approve the trade before it even happens. So he can kind of, uh, kind of pick and choose where he wants to go. Look, the GMs come out and said, "We're not trading to Sean Watson." Come on now, you're, you're you got to trade him, right? You're gonna trade him. It just makes too much sense. They need a quarterback. They are one quarterback away from being a top three team, easily. They're they're a really good quarterback away. Yeah, from being a top three team in the league. I think it works. So Deshaun to Sam. How much do you think they give up for him? I mean, so I think I think they have to give up like a starter, probably a defensive starter, because I think um, Houston's going to want to rebuild that defense. That way, you know, on offense they get a new guy; it doesn't have to really be a shootout type of thing, right? Yeah. Who do you give up? I mean, you don't give up Nick Bose. I think he he's untouchable, right? Don't give him up. You would think, and then I mean, the way it looks right now. What about a guy like Fred Warner? Middle linebacker, kind of a later round pick for the Niners. Yeah, I mean, paying him a lot could definitely be a possibility. But I mean, you're gonna have to go big. Yeah, I agree. But I mean, he's been he's been a pretty good linebacker. We'll see. All right, who's next on that list? The Dolphins. Okay, Dolphins. Who do we think uh, is taking the first snap for the Dolphins? I still think it's Tua. Stick with Tua. Um, I look. I'm not. I don't. I'm gonna be the biggest fan of Tua, and I think if Deshaun is on, if they can get a deal done with Deshaun, you do that in a heartbeat. But I'm not sure there's many other quarterbacks out there or could be out there that are going to be better right now than Tua. You know, look, so who, are we really going to get Carson Wentz? Are we going to completely wipe the slate clean with Brian Flores, who's not really a quarterback guru, and him try to fix Carson Wentz? No. Sam Darnold? No. They, they're not going to trade him in division like that. It's like they, they don't have a lot of options in Miami except for Deshaun Watson. right? So I think you stick with Tua. I think he has still has a little bit of a brighter future than some of the other guys available. All right. Uh, the New York Jets. So they have, what, the second pick. And some people are saying, well, stick with Darnold and go with a wide receiver. Look, they've had the top, a top five pick what, how many years in a row now? And they can keep, keep quote-unquote, building around Darnold. Or they can just say, look, this isn't working. Let's pivot. Let's move. Let's, let's, let's figure something out. I think they go and figure it out with Justin Fields. Justin Fields in that Clemson game, cemented himself as the clear number two. So people were saying, Zach Wilson, no, no, no. Who did BYU play this year in which Zach Wilson lit it up and you said, yep, that's an NFL defense? 
Look, I'm not saying Clemson statistically is an NFL defense, but you look around, there's probably four or five starters that are going to get drafted. Maybe not this year, but within the next year or two. Like, that's basically, that's an NFL defense with Brett Venables as the DC who's been in the NFL as a DC. That's a, that's an NFL defense with NFL schemes. Although he had a bunch of mismatches and he had, you know, wide receivers on linebackers and all that, but he still made all the right throws, looked fantastic, solidified himself as the number two. I don't see why you wouldn't go with him. Yeah. Uh, the New England Patriots. Okay, Deshaun signs with, um, gets straight to San Fran. Where's Jimmy G go? New England. Do you think New England really – think Bill at Bill Belichick at almost age 70 wants to start over with a college quarterback? Probably not. I'm not saying their uh, roster's in a win-now situation, but they do have a lot of veterans. And if they decided to do a complete rebuild, Take which I while. think that they're kind of denying that they're doing a complete rebuild, right? I think if they fully sold in on that, you would, A, lose a lot of veterans just because they're like, look, I don't, I'm not being part of a rebuilding team now in my career, right? And a and then B that'd be more turnover. That's a lot of turnover because there's a lot of veterans on that team. So I think you know you could try to plug in a starter there. And I don't think Jimmy G's that bad. He's played in the system before. They've won with him before. He's like what four and five and playing there. I don't think it'd be crazy. I think you got to go out and get him some help though. I yeah. mean, no matter who you got the quarterback, they got no playmakers. Okay, the Pittsburgh Steelers. I still think it's Big Ben. They just owe him too much money, and he did say he's going to rework his contract, which I think is good. The cap's going to come down from $198 million to somewhere around $180 million. So big contracts are simply not going to work. At least Ben's realizing that. He's saying, I'm not worth a, you know $41 million this year, especially with the cap coming down. He said he'll restructure it. I'm not saying I'm thrilled about it because I think it's pretty much time to move on, right? But I think... Um, you know, I think right now he's probably our best bet. I think maybe Haskins probably gets some reps. I'm not going to lie to you. I think he gets some reps, whether it's we're up big, down big, uh, in some situational, need some mobility like we saw Josh Dobbs this year. Mm-hmm. Who knows? But I think Ben is the starting quarterback come next year. Okay. The Indianapolis Colts. People are saying that the uh, Eagles owe Wentz too much money and that they're going to have to have to make it work with him. But I think the Colts are in a win-now situation. They are not paying anyone. They're not paying their offensive line yet, which is insane because it's probably the second, first or second best in the league, and they're not paying them anything. So you can afford to put weapons around it. Their weapons are young. They only have one like real stud, like you know, making stud money, T.Y. Hilton. T.Y. Hilton. You got a young running back, so you don't have to throw 40 times a game. You got Michael Pittman on the outside, who's a big body receiver. You can throw it up to him. They got three really good tight ends. Their defense is stacked on the back end. They're in a win-now situation because it's that type of situation where we're talking, if you're not paying people, it's almost like the the quarterback on a rookie deal. Right. Except this is kind of reverse. It's quarterback with a big contract, but nobody else is getting paid, but they're playing at an all-pro level. Mm-hmm. Like a Darius Leonard, who's an all-pro. Which is really paid h- no money. Really hard to find. And so it's like they're in a win-now. So I think they go out and make an offer for Carson Wentz that the Eagles can't resist because the Eagles – kind of rebuilding it's a it's a very old roster not a good roster either so i think they're looking to pivot and i think they get rid of carson wentz and i think boom frank reich his old offensive coordinator when he was playing at mvp level is there to catch him with open arms colts instantly a top five team okay uh the houston texans okay so i think they're gonna get probably a first round pick this year's first round pick from the san francisco 49ers the niners draft 
12th. Um, and you look at who's going to be around in the 12th slot. So I think, obviously, Lawrence goes to the Jags. The Jets probably get, you know, Lawrence. Or not um, Lawrence, uh, Justin Fields, sorry. Um, Falcons, I don't think they pick them yet. I think uh, the Lions got their quarterback, so they're good. I think the, the Panthers probably take Zach Wilson. And then you look from there, Broncos, Cowboys, Giants. I'm not sure any of them take a quarterback. And then you have the Niners there at 12. So I'm thinking... Maybe maybe Trey Lance. If not, I'm thinking Mac Jones. Yeah. Look, I think they have to take a quarterback with that pick. You can't have quarterback instability, period. Um, you know, now I'm looking at it again. I know we wrote down Mac Jones. I think Trey Lance will probably be available. I'm going to go with Trey Lance. Okay. Um, moving down to the Washington football team. All right, Washington. Yep. Actually, you know what? I think, hold up, let's go back. Let's go back. All right, so I think, okay, I'm still, I'm going to go, I'm going to go with Trey Lance. Okay, no, sorry, sorry. I, I psyched myself out there. So we're Washington football team? Yeah. Okay, so this was just going to be somewhere, I think, uh, you know, let's start, let's start with the Bears first, actually. Let's go with the Bears first. I think the Bears re-sign Mitch Trubisky. I don't think they can... I, look, I don't think they're going to sign him for, like, franchise quarterback money, though. I think it's like a two-, three-year deal. Almost like a Teddy Bridgewater, where he signed, a, I think it was three years, $60 million. So it's $20 million a year. That's, like, nothing um, for a quarterback, at least. I think he gets that sort of thing. He's a hard worker. He's a grown-up in the room. He's good for the franchise from a, you know, from a leadership standpoint. He's a good leader. There's nothing wrong with him as a person, as a man. He's had, had, had no trouble in the locker room. And he's not that bad. They won what they went eight and eight in the regular season. They went like six and two with him at the helm. Yeah. And then Nick Foles blew it the rest of the year, right? So you know, I don't think he's that bad. I think they re-signed him for like a two-year, thirty-five million dollars somewhere in that range, maybe three years, fifty million. Mm-hmm. Um. So I think I think they re-signed Mr. Rizzi. and so I think at that point you can't keep paying Nick Foles good money, did way too much money for a backup position. Washington goes out and gets Nick Foles because they don't have a draft pick this year where they could get a quarterback for the future. Last time they reached for a quarterback, they got Dwayne Haskins. I don't think Ron Rivera is going to do that. Are they, are, do, you, like, do you really see Ron Rivera as a smart, veteran, savvy coach? Is he going to reach for a Kyle Trask? I don't see it. Yeah. I think he probably takes a rental on Nick Foles for a year. Says, look, win us some games. Let's go 8-8. Eight and eight. Um, and then let's try to work shred trade, maybe move up next year because we'll Let's hover around, you know, the uh, the fifteenth, sixteenth, seventeenth slot next year. Move up five, six slots. Let's get to that number eleven, ten, eleven slot. Pick someone next year. Right. All right. Um, who's next? The then? Philadelphia Eagles. Okay, so I think Hurt. Uh, I think Hurts is is obviously the guy because I think um, Wentz is gone. I, I think the people were saying that the relationship with Peterson was fractured. I think the relationship with the city's fractured. Mm-hmm. Okay, I just don't think he fits there anymore. So Jalen Hurts is obviously the heir to that throne, per se. Yeah. He steps in. They seem to like him. Look, I don't see it. I don't understand. I don't get it. I, I think he's a very college quarterback. You know, I'm not sure he's sustainable in the NFL. But, hey, you know, that's not my problem. Yeah, <laughs> that's uh, the Eagles problem. We're going to move down into the Saints. Okay, Saints, they're paying a lot of money to Taysom Hill. And, you know, he did win them some games this year. So I think uh, Taysom Hill is probably the starting quarterback there. 
it's interesting between that and Jameis. Yeah. It's close. I don't feel good about saying Taysom Hill, but I just think they're paying him too much money to sit there and say, no, nope, Jameis, you know, 500000 let's start you instead of in Taysom. I know it's, like, crazy to think, like, well, you know, money's not a thing. It's about skill. It's like, well, but it is, you know. Yeah. It's not going to be paying this guy $10 million to sit on the bench. Yeah. Not going to be starting the guy that's making 500000 That's just not how it works. All right, how about uh, the Carolina Panthers to finish it off? Okay, so I think I think the Panthers draft. Um, why am I playing Zach Wilson? I think they draft Zach Wilson. So I said, like I said, the Jaguars go with Lawrence. Obviously, the Jets go with Justin Fields. I don't see the Dolphins, the Falcons, the Bengals, the Eagles, or the Lions taking a quarterback, and then that leaves the Panthers at eight with. Arguably one of the – some people are calling him the second-best quarterback in the draft. Zach Wilson there at eight. I think you got to take him. Especially because I don't think he's exactly ready to start now. So I think to answer the question, who starts first for Carolina in 2021, I think Teddy Bridgewater takes the first snap. But I still think that they draft Zach Wilson, groom him. I think he gets reps. There you go. That is all the teams on uh, that we think could use a quarterback on the quarterback carousel. There, uh, it will be really interesting. We've talked about it before. You know, kind of upsetting that the season's coming to an end here, and and we won't have football. But this off season is going to be insane. Oh, it's going to be crazy. I mean, the draft. I can't wait to cover it. Can't oh. wait. I mean, we've already started covering it a little bit, but I'm excited to cover it even more. And we're going to make a mock draft from the issue. Um, yeah, we're going to do a full. You know. Probably full, maybe like two rounder. Yeah, past two rounds, it's like, eh. it all kind of. Yeah, know. You know, they it's play. Kinda, yeah. They play once every other year anyway. Once Look, they get past the second it, round, it's a guessing game. But I mean, <laughs> it's really, really, really a guessing game once you get past there. Yeah, like we could hit if there's you know thirty, thirty two. I know, bet picks. you would get number one, right? Okay. Um. Right. So there's thirty two picks in the first round, obviously. Right. So, I would say. We could probably hit like ten, which is pretty good. Yeah, ten to like fifteen, maybe. I don't know. We'll have to see. But uh, you know, you get past the second, third round, you're going like two for two for thirty two. Yeah, know? yeah. You're just picking random guys from South Mississippi State and just yeah. saying, yeah. I think he fits the system yeah, it's like, well. Nah, that's, no, I'm not going to waste time doing that, right? Um, Super Bowl. I am so excited. I'm so excited. So the dynamic between Brady and Mahomes. I'm. I, I, I can't wait. Like. Uh, Two completely different styles of quarterback. Mahomes, run and gun, does what he wants on the football field, kind of crazy, a little bit erratic. Brady, super calculated, maybe not the most skilled, not the most mobile, but the best quarterback of all time. It's crazy. Um, This is like, this is the best matchup I think we're going to see quarterback wise all year. In this game, in this situation, oh, yeah. this Mahomes the, and Brady. Yeah, this is the first Super Bowl to feature the previous two Super Bowl winners. So Brady won in, what was that, 2019, right? Yep, and then Mahomes won in 2020. Yeah, so, um, it, well, I don't know. Yeah. Did Brady win in 2019? Yeah, yeah they did, wow. Yeah. Anyway. Um, they dealt him. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, they let him walk. I so I, okay. The most interesting matchup I think right now 
is that Bucks defense versus this Chiefs offense. Mahomes is the best against the blitz, and that's a high blitz defense. I, I'm fascinated to watch how Todd Bowles plays this. Like, do, do you blitz him? No. Because, well, he's really good against the blitz. But if you sit back and let you let your young corners hang out to dry, he's going to pick them apart that way, too, if you don't get pressure with four. Look, they're going to have to throw some crazy looks at him that he's never seen before. Because, I mean, he still is young. They're going to have to really shake up that defense to get him confused. I, I agree. Okay, so let's let's go with some key players. So who do you think the key player on the Tampa Bay defense is that could, like, you know, could not win this game for him, but, but put his stamp on the game to help them win for Tampa Bay? I'm going to go... With a guy who has now three picks in all three games, um, Sean Murphy Bunting. He's a DB um, for the Buccaneers. He has three picks and he's a pick in every game in this postseason. He's been jumping routes. He's been playing super aggressive, um, and even he's been in the backfield a couple times. He's been I've been really impressed with his play. Yeah. Um, so I think he's going to be the factor if he can, you know, kind of undercut one of those Mahomes routes. They like to work in the middle with Kelsey, and he had two he's had two picks in the middle of the field now. Um, you know, I don't think it's crazy. I like Nagai. Uh, oh, I don't know. This like is I just like Devin White, maybe. I do or like Devin JPP, White. JPP, leading sacker. I was going to say that. Yeah, I mean, Jason Pierre-Paul is just... Because, look, if you can get pressure on Mahomes, like that, you know, yeah, yeah, that's I mean, the key. You're looking at the stats here. 34 tackles. He's got 10 sacks. 10 sacks. We'll tell you, he's their leading sacker. Like, he's... Tackles he's the guy that jump loss. starts all the, you know, all the pressure. Yeah, I'm gonna take uh, Jason Pierre-Paul. Um, right. That's so hard. That's that's such a good defense. Um, it is, it's a and good it's defense. almost like it's right. one of those defenses that like it's hard to pick the best guy because if you take one of them out, it kind of falls apart pretty quick. I agree. Um, <laughs> I, I think Devin White would be a dark horse pick for that as well. He has 97 tackles on the year. He's missed some time as well, so that could be an even higher number. He just flies around the field. Flies around the field. He's got nine sacks on the year, which is crazy from the middle linebacker position. Nine sacks. Yeah. He's got 140 total tackles. I mean, that, he's a beast. He's a beast. He's 14th in the league in sacks, and he's not even an edge rusher. He's not even considered a pass rusher. He's a middle linebacker. Yeah. Um, so that's crazy. All right, so now who do you think on the flip side then would be the key for KC? KC offense? Yeah. I will start. Okay, let's go accept Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. Because, like, that's be the, clearly, you know. That would be the easy one. I'm going to go with, oh, who was the, um, <coughs> Eric, Eric Fisher there. Was that right tackle or left tackle? One of their tackles, um, you know, towards Achilles or ACL or something like that in that championship game is out. I think the key for Casey is whoever his replacement is. Whoever replaces, Eric Fisher is probably a top f- 10 tackle in the league, right? Which is, you know, really solid. You're against a team like this that can get after your quarterback. Whoever fills in is going to have to fill in and be a beast. Mm-hmm. Is going to have to is going to have to um, keep Mahomes upright because if you can keep him upright, you pretty much win the game. Yep. And so I think that's the key. Whoever that guy is, I do some no name. That that's the guy. Player to be named later. <laughs> yeah. Like in MLB trades, player to be named later is the key for Casey. My key player for Casey. You went. You went like you know, it's nice structured pick, like something really important there. I'm gonna go out and go fun here, Travis Kelsey. Uh, I mean, it, you you he's see what he receiver. does on the on the field. He's 
always open for Mahomes. He's always a check down option. But not only that, this dude's getting out, getting open, and catching touchdown passes. I mean, he's he's, he's one of the he's leaders. Got Eleven touchdowns, 105 receptions as a tight end. You know, 1,400 yards. And he's always a part of those, like, little trick plays down on the two, three-yard line. Yeah, he's I just think. He's always involved. Also, as a leader, he's yeah. huge. He's huge. Yeah. Um, so, I'm going to go ahead and take Travis Kelsey for my key offensive player for the Chiefs. I'm and, so excited uh, to give our picks. Yeah, I know. That'll be on Friday. Um, so, yeah, guys, that's about all we have for you today. Uh, make sure you come back, listen to the Friday episode. Make sure you listen before the game, before the Super Bowl. It should be, uh, I mean, I think the Friday show is just going to be all about the Super Bowl, really. Uh, and if any other big news happens before then, we'll cover that too. But it's going to be a Super Bowl show. I mean, come on. It's the biggest oh, game of the year. Yeah, come on. Yeah. Uh, but, guys, make sure you go into our Instagram, at the underscore issue podcast, and then go over to our Twitter, just at the issue podcast. And uh, check out what we got over there. Uh, But thanks for hanging out. That was The Issue.